People have so many different interpretations of what describes the perfect love life. It can be hard to talk about how we feel. Until now, welcome to Pillow Talk with Cheryl, featuring host and relationship expert Cheryl Besner. Cheryl's kind of like your BFF, easy to talk to and frankly honest. Whether it's about love and relationships, sex and desires, she's here along with some great experts. Now, here's Cheryl Besner. Hi, everybody. Cheryl, your relationship coach and communication expert here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl on Voice America's Variety Station. And today is going to be a great show. I have three, not one, not two, but three experts joining us from all over, from Toronto, Montreal, and California. And we're going to be talking about, well, the love life you deserve. And yes, we all deserve a fantastic love life, including the love that you have for yourself. Because yes, that is part of life. Loving yourself, loving the community around us, loving our the people we work with, loving our children, and yes, the love of a partner. So we're going to get into all that. But you know what my motto is. If you love your life, your love life is going to happen. So this show is for anybody out there who wants to shake things up, appreciate things from a new point of view, or learn a new way to communicate with the person you're involved with. All about heightening and really fulfilling the things that you want and deserve in a love life for yourself. So we're going to get to all that today. Remember, you can follow me on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram, and you can send me your questions. And I'm going to dive into a question that was sent to me right away via Facebook. You can also do it through my website, CherylBesner.com, or if you've got lots of questions, come to one of my retreats. So let's get into this question. I have been dating somebody for around two months, and I think it's going pretty well. But I have no idea if we were on the same page. I'm not someone who casually dates, but totally in the dark as to where this relationship is heading. And I'm afraid to ask for fear of sounding needy. What should I do? Well, I think the first thing is you have to know that you deserve to know where it stands in, in, the, in the way of, first of all, if you are intimate, which I would assume after a couple months you have been intimate, it's at least good to know if there's other people that are being you know, intimate with this person so that you know exactly where you stand from a health point of view and a safety point of view. So you should be having those kind of questions with the person. And that, by the way, is not needing. And also defining what it is that you want in a relationship and what they want. There's nothing needy about that. It's only if you do it in a needy way where you're clingy and you're, you're hoping for something that might be unrealistic too early on in a relationship. So that is really the key here. It's communication with yourself. What is it that you want in a relationship? And then communication with the other person. What is it that they want in the relationship? And then eventually, do you want the same thing out of the relationship that you two are in right now? Don't assume. Ask the questions and don't be afraid to ask it. But if you're at the beginning of a relationship, one way to kind of get around if you don't want to come right out and ask is do something that could be also fun in the sense and flirty saying, listen, there's a concert coming up in 
December. And I thought it would be fun to go. Would you like to do it? It could be my Christmas present to you. That'll give you a hint as to whether or not they're thinking, yeah, they're going to be around in December when it's only June. So you can do fun things like that and make it fun and exciting and enticing to the other person to say, yeah, you know what? I would love to do that. And then you can also see how it is that he's incorporating or she's incorporating you into their lives. Because actually, this doesn't say whether it's a man or woman who's writing this question to me, by the way. So if the other person has started introducing you to their friends, their family, well, then you might be on track to becoming exclusive. Don't be afraid to have these conversations. Now, to have more insight into this kind of question. I want to go to our very own Dr. Phil from Australia. It is our wise whispers from down under segment that is ready to start right now. Hey, Phil, how are you? Hi, Cheryl. Hi, listeners. Always, as always, great, great to be on air with you. What Thank an you. interesting topic today. I know. Well, you know, everybody thinks that there are secrets, and that's why I called it the secrets to the love life you deserve, because there really isn't any secrets, but people think that there are tips to it, and there are ways in which we can develop it. So I really wanted to take, you know, the mystery out of the secrets and yeah. put it out there for people, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, look, I was, I was listening to you before, and, and you hit on one point, and first of all, as always, one. <laughs> the one to start with, it's our foundation, which is you love yourself for, for a start. I mean, and it's one of the most challenging things any human being will have um, in their life is to truly love themselves. Forget about all the veneers and all, all the walls people hide behind and their, their false smiles and my life's all great. It's, it's you know, deep down is... How is it I see myself? How is it I love myself? And when that happens, the love life you deserve starts to unfold because that vibration is, uh, is an attractive force. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you have to spruik or, or, or promote, you know, in, in these really outside ways. It's a sense. It's a feeling. It's a calm. It's a groundedness. And, you know, after all, as human beings... All we want to do is be loved and we want to belong and we want to be accepted. And in that, in that space, when we're in that grounded space, that beautiful self-loving space, other people who desire that will be instantly um, drawn to it. Not saying attracted, but drawn to it. Now, when they're drawn to it, that's when, you know, conversations begin to be stimulated or flow or commonalities are seen and, um, you know, humour is connected and all these little seeds that start that germination process of a loving relationship. It's pretty amazing. It's an am- it, it is an amazing process to feel, to witness in other people the way I, I'm so humble that I get to see this happen, to see these things transform. Like you, you know, when we're at a retreat and I, I see women, you know, just exploding in, the, in their beauty as they really start to claim who they are and step in and bounce back, you know, especially after long-term relationships. You know, a lot of the, the women that I work with, um, and I'm saying women, I work with a lot of men too, but predominantly my demographic is women. And you know, coming from a place where I 
myself understand where they're coming from and the beauty in this transition of really learning to love your life then you know as you said people are drawn to you people want to and you can even see it when when you're spending a weekend or a week together with people as everybody starts to really step into themselves and and not be afraid to discover certain things about themselves or express certain things about themselves and then claim the things that they want you see people you know their own energy their own glow starts to happen and then people just start you know communicating with each other and then it, it's this beautiful beautiful uh, thing to watch as people start attracting and even the, the wallflower as she comes out or he comes yeah. out they, they start to attract more and more so yeah I, I think it's very much we have to understand that to have the love life we deserve to have the life we deserve which is mm -hmm. all about love I mean that's yeah. if we don't have it, love in life love. there there's we don't have the same life experience without love and and like I no, said absolutely. love can mean a lot of things right Phil it could be the love yeah, of absolutely of your community it could be the love of your art it could be the love of your profession but to love something really gives us purpose well i, I look at love as as is is one aspect as being in relationship with life mm -hmm. you know and and in that aspect of life with someone else that's great with our as you said our community that's great but to be in in, in connection and in a intimate relate or a relationship with that i mean i'm i'm it, you know, I, I look at it these days and a lot of the younger younger people out there and it's, you know, and it, well, it's probably not any different to when we were young because, you know, that chemistry is one of those early, early things that most of us end up with relationships, in relationships. We, you know, you've got great eyes, you've got a, you know, great rear end, you've got great shoulders, whatever it is that attracts that person initially. And oh, you know the new thing, Phil? You know the new thing that's really popular? Ladies, what are you thinking? It's the dad bod did you know that that is like wow, the hot new thing right. i know well, the dad bod you know what i'm a seeing a lot on instagram oh. i'm seeing a lot on instagram these they, well these young women who are going you know this is me i'm not going to be um handcuffed to the diet industry this is me with all my curves and i've always said you've got to fall in love with all your curves your imperfections um you know as we age we get a few wrinkles laugh lines you know what when we age that's beautiful. I mean, that's beauty. That's beauty and love. And if you love ourselves, then we go, wow, that's pretty cool. I'm going to be different. I'm not going to be stuck in a plasticized zone where I look like I've been, you know, popped away for about 100 years and come out brand new. I know, but isn't that great for like men out there? You know, we they they also don't have to fall into that zone anymore of the six pack. I mean, now the dad bod is the thing. The man with the little bit of punch. Well, he's like super hot. Like it's it's like it's trending out there. <laughs> I love wow, it. Finally, the world's caught up with me. The world's caught up. Ah, there you go. You you you're like the new hottest man on. Uh, oh man, that's great. Earth. A bit of grey hair, the silver fox. I always know. thought you were silver fox. So I mean, I want you to I want you to comment um briefly on this person that wrote in, and again, it didn't even say male or female. Um. What do you think about this? A couple months in, not knowing, um, did I hit the nail on having that talk, having a communication, putting it out yeah. there and standing for I, what you want, right? Yeah, I think that was really, I think that was great advice, um, Cheryl, because, you know, in any early relationship, you know, people are playing that little dance where they're not sure 
are they just in it for the short term? Is there anyone else? I love it, the fact you say, hey, listen, I'm just getting these tickets in December. And, you know, number one, that gives them a, a horizon. It goes, yeah, the person's going either, holy jolly, how do I get out of it? Or, wow, that's great. Because that other person gets the indication, the, the, the potential buyer of the tickets is into them. That's it. And, and we no, have to remember, no. like, if we're women also, like, giving somebody the indication that, you know, this is kind of what we want. And yeah. uh, I, it means, like, I'm digging you. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm digging you in, men, in my men, world. Men and, and women and what we need a little indication to sometimes <laughs> to go, oh, she's into me. Or, oh, wow, okay, I think we can grow this. Or because ultimately we'll know if they're not. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You want to know. I was just, I was just actually with a client and they were in a relationship for around 10 months and they saw certain signs, but uh, the person ended up breaking up with the other person, you know, suddenly, but it wasn't sudden. Like to them, it was sudden, it was out of the blue, except that there were signs and, and they had even given given knowledge, when you talk through it, you say, oh, yes, well, they did say that they always have this issue. And it's like, well, if you know these things, don't assume you're going to change somebody and don't assume you're going to be the one. Now, it does happen. I just want to put it out there for, for you listeners. It does happen. Sometimes the person just has to get to the right place in their life to be ready. But if they are, Ask the question and then you'll have the answer because the one thing you don't want to do is be 10 months into it and invest yourself and your heart into it more and more and more when the outcome was going to be the same right from the yeah. beginning. Phil, I got to love you and leave you. I got to love you and leave you, Phil. All right. Thanks See you so guys. Much. Have a great day. Don't forget, still, Phil's Soulful Reflections is out there for you. You can buy it on Amazon or directly through Dr. Philip Morphew. All right, stay with me because the secrets to living the love life you deserve is coming up with two of my experts and as well, another gentleman who's going to be joining us who happened to be a client. So you're going to get another perspective here, right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Stay with us. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
888-346-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. We are back, Pillow Talk with Cheryl, and I'm very excited. As I told you, this show is really important to me because it's where it all starts. It's about the secrets to the getting the love life you deserve. And we all deserve, as I said earlier, to have an amazing love life. And it all starts with ourselves and then bringing in the people and calling in the ones that we want and those relationships that we want to nurture and to help us discover those secrets. And as I said, I really want to demystify those secrets because there's not a lot of secrets It's just a lot of information and things that we have to become very capable with in our love lives and how we have our communication with those around us. So to do that, I've asked a couple people to join me who are experts in the field and also a gentleman who is an expert in many fields and also is a client of mine. So you're going to get a male perspective from what it is that I do and also the help and encouragement and the knowledge from these two coaches both joining us. I'm going to introduce Paulina Solda. She is from New York City. She is a professional certified coach with over 20 years of experience in personal growth and over 10,000 hours of coaching women. Welcome to the show, Paulina. Thank you so much. Such a pleasure to be here. And it's really great because I've also done a lot of summits with Paulina who hosts different summits and one's going to be coming up actually. So really excited. So stay tuned and don't forget, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so you can find out when I'm doing things like that. Also joining me today is Carmelia Ray. She is the host of Mom vs. Matchmaker. She's from Toronto and is an expert in online dating, matchmaking, and well, knows better than mama. Welcome to (laughs) the show. Carmelia, I love what you do. Thank you. And so excited that you're going to be joining us. And I know that it's a crazy day for you in Toronto. So really appreciate. And last but certainly not least, Carlos Zapian is a musician. He is a man about town. He is the owner of Westmount Solutions, who actually did my website. And he also created fitinyourdress.com and is a client, a coaching client of mine. And I'm so happy that you're coming on to share what it is that has happened in your life from really claiming your love life and what you deserve. Welcome to the show, Carlos. Happy to be here, Cheryl. Always anything for you. Oh, well, thank you. Well, you know what? I'm going to throw this right away to you, Carlos, um, because when I talk about the love life you deserve for a while, you are a pretty bad boy out there. And <laughs> you deserve kind of what you thought. <laughs> Let's just say that I, what I always said is that uh, I wouldn't like my daughter to date a guy like me. But uh, oh, boy. <laughs> um, but yeah. And, and I love the fact that 
you, and that's also, by the way, for anybody who's listening, that's where fit in your dress kind of came from was being good within who you are and fitting into your own dress and not trying to fit in the dress of somebody else. And, and you did that to empower your daughter, which I love. Um, and I love the fact that you own, you know, the, the challenges that faced your love life. And now I have to say, um, I'm really excited for you because I know that you are actually enjoying the love life that you always wanted. So uh, amazing. I'm more, love, uh, I'm more in love that I haven't ever been in my entire life. That's all I can say. And where did it start, though? Uh, well, it started with a friendship. And then I was going through a lot of, you know, like what you describe right now, the bad boy aunt, whatever you want to call him. Um and then uh, we became friends, you and I, and then I came to you and we started talking more about where my feelings come from. And by going and doing this together, where my feelings came from, how I was um, targeting and focusing my relationships with and my relationships in general with women and with myself, I ended up finding the path I, especially with your help of what it is exactly that a relationship is and a relationship is not. So basically what we're, we're talking about here is that, um, and this is what I was talking about is all about going into who you are. And we had to go back to the, the patterns that you had and the things and, and the things that were challenging you and the things that were, were causing you to constantly go into the same pattern. So I want to, I want to address that right now. So Paulina, um, I'm sure in your coaching, you see the same thing that people are into the same patterns and whether it's you know, from harboring, you know, resentment or heartbreak from previous relationships or being the bad boy who didn't want to settle down. We always have to bring it back in the coaching to who the person is and find out what's making them tick, right? Absolutely. I would actually uh, take it to the next level and say who a person wants to be, what is their vision and get crystal clear on that vision and not just about who you want to be as a woman or as a man, but also uh, and not only who you want to attract in terms of a, a man or a woman, but also on what you want to create, the kind of relationship you want to create together. So sort of bringing all of those pieces of, of your vision together and then aligning your new choices and decisions as you're moving forward with that vision so that you no longer repeat the same old patterns. And Carmelia, people don't can't always get to where it is that they want to be until they really figure out the first part, right? Like well, when, we, it, when we have this, this goal for what it is that you eventually want, but there, everybody has this goal of, you know, Mr. Right or Mrs. Right, but you got well, to be Mr. Mrs. Point, right first. Yes, absolutely. You, you do tend to attract who you are. However, when it comes to matchmaking, before I even start the search, we do a pretty deep dive in terms of who they are, what are their, what are their uh, qualities? What do they bring to the table? It's not just about seeking all the desirable qualities they want in a partner to, you know, make up for or replace this uh, hole that they've got. Uh, they've got to be really clear, not only about what they're looking for, but what they're going to bring and also what their relationship looks like. What is the ideal relationship are you aligned with both your goals your values parenting i mean some people are looking at this not just for dating but five years from now 10 years or not even retirement what's that going to look like are we going to live in florida are we going to live here so there's so much to 
growth and self-reflection before you actually even think about a life partner. That's it. So it all comes down to those values, lifestyles, and goals. And that's one of the things that we always assess on a very first coaching segment. It's, and I know that I went through this with Carlos. It's like, you have to do your values. You have to know your values. You have to know the lifestyle that you want to live and you have to have the final goal. And that's when you're, you're putting everything together and you do start the dating and the matchmaking of, if it's through matchmaking, you have to know that you need somebody in your life that wants the same things that you want, the same type of relationship. And right now, for instance, if we all know, there's a lot of different types of relationships out there. It's not the cookie cutter, white picket fence, happily ever after. I mean, there's, I, I, there's I, I, all I actually, kinds. Yeah. I think Facebook has like eight different types of relationship. It's complicated and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure by the end of 2025, there'll be 15 categories. Oh yeah, there, there, there's not enough. <laughs> it, it, right now, there's so many options that... Uh, people that we can have and it depends on what we want and like as what we are as people and since we are so many different kinds of people imagine the number of combinations for relationships well actually um it's funny you were talking about facebook carmelia and and paulina and i i know we've had these conversations before but i actually interviewed an author who wrote a book and you can go back to one of my shows actually i think it's the show is called designer relationships and they wrote a whole book on it and it's it's got Many, many, many different types, but the number one trending, and, and let's let's address this right now. The number one trending relationship status is it's complicated. Why is that the go-to? Why why do you think that's the go-to, Paulina? Well, I think because people that's lack of clarity. It's uh, again because when you're crystal clear, when uh, you align what you do, who you choose to be, and what actions you take. With your vision, uh, it's not complicated. You're either aligned and you're moving towards that or you're not aligned and you're going backwards. So I think it's not having that clarity in the first place, not really owning it, uh, is uh, the reason that people just settle for what's right in front of them. What do you think, Carlos? I mean, you're, you've been in the dating game and you were married, you got divorced, now you're in a relationship and there were a lot of different relationships in between that. Why do you think complicated pops up so often and did you find it complicated? Uh, it was, to me, it was very, like now it's crystal clear. In, I, in, in my life, I never consider myself like as if I was even uh, dating ever. So that's where the it's complicated comes from because I didn't know that I was dating. I didn't know that I was in a relationship. And in the end, it turned out that I was not in only one relationship at times. I was in many relationships. And because I didn't well, know where I was. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 not a good thing. But then after you know you find out like who you are, who you really uh, feel like, uh, what you want in life, then you realize like, oh. I'm not many layers. I'm not all these different personalities. I'm just one, and this is what I want, and this is what I'm going. So sometimes, and, and interesting, because you said you were in lots of different relationships and, and you were dating several people at the same time, and that's one of the things that we were dealing with at the beginning of the show with the person who wrote in asking about you know, being two months into a relationship and not really sure where it was going. And I think complication starts because of communication. We don't necessarily communicate. And to to Carmelia and Polina's advice is we don't really 
get clarity as to what it is that we want in these relationships and then also communicate that to the other person. What do you think stops us, Carmelia, from communicating that? I think most people's biggest fear of communicating what they really want is the fear that the outcome isn't going to be the what they expect it to be. So I'm afraid to tell this person that I really like him because maybe that's too fast. Or I'm afraid to tell this person I want an open relationship, if that's what you really want, for risk that he might choose someone else. So the biggest reason why it's complicated, but it doesn't have to be, is that there's this judgment that we're worried about as singles. Am I going to get judged for feeling this way? What is going to happen? They're, they're afraid of losing out instead of saying, I need to be authentic. And the result is the outcome is the outcome. I have to accept that. I can't manipulate somebody into a situation and withhold the truth when in the end, I'm going to end up being really resentful and miserable because I, I, I don't feel fully expressed and fully uh, alive inside this relationship. So, so it all comes down to, it all comes down to this communication and also Always. owning who we are and what we want. So we're going to keep talking about this and I, I'm going to have some great, great questions coming up for Paulina and Carlos and Carmelia. So stay with us because if you want to uncover the secrets to getting the love life you deserve, you've got to stay with us right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. And don't forget, also coming up is the labor of love technique for the week. And at the end of the show, that intimate moment between you and I, where we just have those whispers right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. 
I'm Cheryl, your relationship coach here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. And each week we talk about life, love, and lust. And today we're talking about your love life and how to have the love life you deserve. And this is for everybody. If you're in a relationship right now and you want to make it really something fantastic and juicy and more of what it is that you want, we got to ask for it. We have to participate in it. We have to bring ourselves to the table. And I'm being joined by Carlos Zapian, Carmelia Ray, and Paulina Solda, who you got to listen to the conversation that was happening because a lot of what we're going to talk about resonates from that. And it's about, you know, Carmelia, you were saying earlier, it's about people when in matchmaking, for instance, about what they bring to the table. You know, it's not just up to the other person. And and. Um, Paulina, you were saying how, you know, people have to really have a clear vision. And Carlos, you were saying, you know, it can get complicated and it's about uncomplicating. So I want to start off with this. Do you think, Carmelia, Paulina, do you think it's more challenging to work with men or women when it comes to coaching and uncovering what it is that they need to do to really get to the next level in the relationship that they have or the one they want? Either way, who's more of a challenge? I'll Paulina. Okay, go Paulina. <laughs> okay, well, it's going to be easy because I work exclusively with women. And the reason is, well, <laughs> because I am a woman. So I understand exactly what women are going through. And uh, I've gone through every step of the way that all the steps they might be struggling with. I'm just a few steps ahead. Uh, so for me personally, that is... The, the choice that I made. Uh, I would think it's more challenging to work with men just because of different understanding and different mindsets that we have, right? Gender dynamics, just very, very different. Like uh, John Gray once said, you know, men are from uh, Mars, women are from, women are from Venus. <laughs> what about you, Carmelia? Because I know you work Hi. with both, as do I. I have a very differ- differing experience. And as you know, Having been a matchmaker for 27 years, I've worked with equal parts of men and women. And even in my current situation, I have found that for myself, coaching men has been much easier for me in that they are, quote unquote, coachable. I have found that with some women, because yes, men are from Mars and women are from Venus, that some women are a little resistant to what I might have to say about coaching. Uh, They've got a very strong opinion about their situation. And of course, we as women and as a gender are typically more emotional. So I find that if if I give advice to a man and I give the same advice to a woman that there could be more, uh, not offense, but risk of that woman taking it very personally versus taking it as, as the situation and not taking it personally. So that's, that's been my experience of working with both men and women. And it could be because I was raised with two brothers and I have a lot of masculine energy as an alpha female. So this is why I've I've resonated very well with men and some of those chat for me, it's been easier to coach men. Yeah. And it's interesting for me because like Paulina, I, I deal predominantly with women, but I do obviously coach men uh, like Carlos. And it's, it's so um, interesting for me from the prospect of 
it takes more for them to reach out and ask for the help. But once they ask for it, it's like, you know, driving a car, they don't want to stop. But if they're going to stop, they're going to listen. And they're going to make sure that they have those directions down properly, because they want to get to where they want to go. Agreed. It's less resistance. There's less resistance to it. But I also think, what do you think, ladies? Um, Do you think it has something to do with a lot of the myths that are out there that women have about you know, especially single women in the dating world that, you know, there's not as many men that they only want a certain type of woman. And, and they don't necessarily want to hear, as you were saying, Carmelia, they may not want to hear, okay, but if you want that, and you're very clear on the kind of relationship, what are you bringing to the table to be able to attract that kind of life? And I can see Carmelia shaking her head. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell that that's what you go through. It's, it's more about how insightful and introspective a woman, any person, but seeing as we're talking about men and women, I think part of that challenge is I feel that with women, I act more as a coach or a place of encouragement and bringing the hope into this dating game that seems so dismal. And women come from a lot of despair saying, oh my goodness, this is never going to work. All the guys. So it's about retraining and reframing um, their, their vision and perception of dating and their chances. Whereas I have found that men are far more hopeful in that regard. It takes less to encourage um, um, a man, but men are dealing with the highly, it's highly competitive for ladies. And you know, Cheryl, it's even more competitive for women in a, in an older demographic, women over 50, women over 60, where, where quite frankly, the ratio of men to women isn't fair. So it becomes equally more challenging in that regard. Well, I, well, you, you know, I always love it when, when, when we talk about the facts that there are challenges out there for the women and this ratio that we talk about. However, the ratio is interesting because if you break it down, it's really not that the ratio has changed. Because if if there's 50 divorces, you have 50 men and 50 women. It's just that the women then want to date within a certain pool. They want to date more with uh, within a certain age bracket, a certain financial, you know, uh, economic, social, social economic bracket. Whereas the men, they will go a little younger. They will maybe go a little older, but they also don't care as much about the financial aspect of it, you know, especially if they're professionals or have, you know, have a good income or have a good pension plan that's already in place. They're not looking to to necessarily make sure that somebody is their financial equal, which a lot of women are. And I understand it and I comprehend it, but then the thing is you bring it down to the math. And that's one of the things that I do first and foremost when I'm coaching a woman is I, I bring it down to math and, and, and a very business point of view when it comes to, okay, here is the potential scale. And then we start subtracting. Every time they come in with that list and we look at the list of what it is that they want, <laughs> we start subtracting and subtracting. And then you end up with a very small ratio of men. So that's one of the things. Carlos, when, when, you, when you were out there and you were dating, did you have a very specific demographic that you were looking at or women were women and you appreciated their beauty and you were just looking for the right fit? All of the above. <laughs> That's the answer. Spoken like a guy. <laughs> exactly. Like uh, uh, that, there, that wasn't really a, a question. And that's exactly why 
I ran into so many uh, uh, into so many hurdles to find myself because I, I, I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know where I what, what who I was. I didn't know where I what was going for. So all that creates problems. And if you add to that something that's very uh, difficult for a man to uh, admit, which is toxic masculinity, which is uh, now I know what it is, but I, uh, and I now I know the behavioral patterns that I had that were extremely related to being a, a, a toxic um, masculinity uh, example. If I had known those before, I would have acted in many different ways. And, and, and that, I think, for guys is what makes it so difficult for us to find uh, a nurturing and positive relationship. Um, Alina, do you think that women also have that female toxic well, what, what do you mean? So just to redefine what it means, uh, toxic masculinity, what exactly are you talking about? So I can relate. Okay. And, Carla, um, so why don't you explain what you meant by it before I try and assume what I think you meant? Because I know. Oh, <laughs> it, it, when, when, you, when you have all these behaviors that a man needs to act like a man, you're not supposed to show your feelings. You're not suppo supposed to show weakness. You're not supposed to uh, uh, be gentle in a relationship. You need to be tough. You need to be all those things that growing up you get taught and shown by society as a man. That's the right behavior. Um, it doesn't mean that necessarily that's going to help you to have uh, a, an open communication and a, a nurturing relationship with any person, let alone in somebody that's going to be really close to you, like uh, in a partnership, being a man or a woman. doesn't matter who it is. But that, I think, and you know, I'm not the one that thinks, but what I've learned is that it creates so many obstacles in creating a positive, open communication kind of relationship. It's about the beliefs that we were given um, from childhood and from past relationships about the way we should and or should not communicate one or the other. And it becomes like something that doesn't work for us. It doesn't serve us well. It becomes that poison for future relationships. Do you and want to so comment on that? When it comes to uh, what I'm curious, Cheryl, is again, your definition. So feminine uh, toxicity, right? Is what, is that what we just, what, how do you define that? What does it look like? Give me a specific example. Well, I think for, for women, for instance, one of them, and, and, and I wonder if Carmelia, you'll agree with me, but one of them would be um, that we can't speak up or we can't be definitive about what it is that we want in a relationship or because we might sound too needy or we might have to, or it might be that we have to exude our femininity and act always, you know, like the perfect little wife rather than the individual, you know, that the alpha male, for instance, that, that Carmelia was talking about, you know, that, or, or that, or that I shouldn't have to work. You should pay all the bills and I should be able to stay home and go shopping or like that would be the kind of, I think, toxic use of femininity roles and not really thinking about your partner thinking, hey, I want equal contribution. No, no, it's got to be like this. I think that's where it could be problematic. And it can also even resonate from our past, you know, from childhood, whether we have, we were grown, we were brought up in toxic homes, you know, so it mm -hmm. can also go to you know, my husband doesn't treat me well. He doesn't talk to me well. I, but I don't want to say anything because I don't want to lose this relationship. That's toxic. Or yeah. take it to so, the end where what about, what somebody about, is hitting. 
what about manipulation and blackmail instead of opening up and talking about things? That's yeah. yeah so, but here's here's what I see. I, what I see the common denominator. So this uh, both of this can be uh, used by men and women, where men who manipulate, and uh, then there are uh, just just as much as women, and there are men who might not actually speak up, uh, and uh, they. They, they kind of act in those ways, that's, which is a part of manipulation. And uh, so I, I don't think it's necessarily gender specific, but we're talking about uh, not, um, not owning who you are and not, uh, not uh, being, so communicating, we talked about communication, not open, openly expressing your needs, wants, and desires, then uh, it's an issue that, whether it's a man or a woman, it will cause problems. And uh, of course, the reasons are fears and upbringing and limiting beliefs that that have to be challenged. They must be challenged if you want to turn things around. And that's why, of course, we we do this work as coaches, right? In terms of um, like what uh, should be, so I personally think that um, if a woman decides um, uh, not to work and uh, she um, she focuses on her self growth and creating a beautiful environment, beautiful home, and um, taking care of herself and being a great mom and a wife and and uh, do whatever she's passionate about, whether she monetizes or not, and the man supports her, I think it's beautiful. I don't necessarily think they should do this. Uh, equal contribution. It just it's a matter. Of- no, no, I think I think I think, and and you're 100 right. Everybody is entitled to live the love life you want and deserve. So it it doesn't mean that what we're talking about in in general is is the limited beliefs, the things that we were taught as children, and especially from my demographic, you know, over 50, we had certain beliefs or we were taught certain things. You know, I I was brought up as as the one girl in a family of 12 male cousins that as long as I looked pretty and I spoke well and I presented myself well and carried myself well and dressed well and could do all these things in the home and everything, life was going to be grand. And and that's what Mm -hmm. it took. Now that's long gone, but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. You're hundred percent right. And I think what we were talking really about um, and both have it is the limited beliefs that we were taught and we still do and still on certain levels to our children when they're young, what is male and what is female. And, and now I think the complicated relationships that we talk about and the complication is that we are taking all of that and putting it in saying we both have both energies and let's use it properly. We're going to keep talking about this. Stay with us right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl with my guest, Carmelia Ray, Paulina Solda, and Carlos Zapian. It's all about your love life coming up. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
888-346-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. Here we are, Pillow Talk with Cheryl. The relationship you want and deserve is what the topic is today. And I'm being joined now by Polina Solda from New York City and Carlos Zapian from Westmount Solutions and a former client as well. And um, we lost Carmelia Ray, but anybody, if you want, go back, listen to the show because she's fantastic and always has great advice. And she is matchmaker extraordinaire. You can watch her on the Mom versus Matchmaker show. So let's continue this because, uh, Paulina, it's, it's interesting because we, we, I love having conversations where there's all these different points of view. And we are talking about designer relationships and relationships becoming what they are that we want and following our own desires. So if, for instance, somebody is out there and they're looking for a relationship and they have very definite ideas about how they want to live their life, when they start going out, how do you coach them through that? And do you have them tell people right up front, like, I, you know, you were saying, for instance, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I want to be taken care of. How do, you, how do you advise them to present themselves and present that type of lifestyle and relationship that they want? So you actually, uh, you create that lifestyle and uh, you leverage that lifestyle to meet uh, someone who is already aligned. So it's always about, I will go back to that alignment. And so if your life, lifestyle is where you are very intellectual and uh, you like to travel, so it could be that you will travel for lectures and conferences and you will meet like a like-minded people right and if you want to be a stay-at-home mom and uh be with someone who is maybe uh involved in the local community then start volunteering at the local community or your you know church and your religion is very important to you and you want somebody who has those family and religious values so Again, engaging in uh, going to church and engaging in the community, volunteering, meeting people. So it's uh, it's nothing extra. It's nothing that you uh, would not be doing anyway if you live your life. So it's really about le- start living into the life that you want so that uh, the only thing that will change is that you no longer do it all by yourself. You actually have a partner to share it with and uh, it becomes so easy and organic to meet that person because he's also already doing all those things and leaning those values. One of the things that I do in in my sessions with my clients and the very first thing, and Carlos will know this, is that we do talk about 
loving your life and your love life will happen. And it's exactly what you're saying is it's about finding out the things that are important to you. And if you, for instance, like to bike, right, Carlos, or you like music about doing your music and, and finding new ways to expose yourself to new people in it. But I think one of the things, and, and this is, this is one little um, piece of advice I'm going to give to everybody right now is that if you are single and you, for instance, are very involved in your church, but it's going to be the same people at that church. So you may not meet somebody. So it's about cultivating other things. So for instance, if you like music, you might want to join a different band or go to different areas in the park uh, in Montreal, for instance, they have drummers on Sundays, you know, meeting new people in the same thing that you like. If you like to bike or if you like to play tennis, go to your tennis club. But if don't go in the morning anymore, go at night to, to meet a new group of people. So it's about how can you find natural ways to do the things you love and expand your community by meeting new people. Carlos, you kind of went through some of that but not exactly because you were a little bit different. You already had a very active social life. Yeah. That's the thing about being a musician, right? So you, you go to shows, you, you meet people, you go to friends shows, you go to artists uh, uh, shows um, and, and you meet all these people, but that doesn't mean that you meet somebody at a concert or somebody that came to watch your show and that you're going to have the same things that you like. There's, a ton of variations of things that we can like. For example, I like pubs. Uh, you, if, if you find me somewhere, you're going to find me at a pub, having a burger, listening to live music and having fun. But my girlfriend, for example, she is more of a cocktail kind of a place, you know, kind of a girl. So we have to find a way, a middle place where we can both enjoy the same thing. Otherwise, what I found out over time is that we just keep on going to pubs and she just keeps on doing it to, to make me happy, but it's not really making her happy. And so this week, you know, it's a little bit late in the show, but I always share a labor of love with all of you at home. So I want to give you something for yourself, but also you, that you can use within your couple. So it's about every week doing something that is different, that's outside of your comfort zone or at a different time than what you normally do in your new routine. So I want you to choose a day this week. I want you to either go somewhere new that involves the things that you love. Meaning if, for instance, you're like Carlos and you like going to a pub, go to a new pub. If you like exercise classes, go to a different exercise class. And what I would like you to do is if you're single, I want you to write down how many new people that you talk to, that you came in contact with, and you're going to start seeing a pattern if you do this this week and next week. And if you're a couple, what I'd like you to do is each week, because I'm talking about also loving your life together, which means sometimes expanding and doing new and exciting things together. So take the same date night, but every week, one of you choose something that you're going to do that you may not normally do. And the other person has to do it. Okay. You're each going to get a choice. And one week it's going to be you and one week it's going to be your partner so that you really start exploring. Because one of the things is, even if it's a disaster and the two of you went on a crazy date um, for popcorn at the new stand and the popcorn's soggy and awful, you can laugh about it. So it doesn't matter what it is. I just want you to start exploring once a week doing something out of the norm. 
So there's your labor of love this week. Do something different to expand your love life to get the one you want and deserve. Okay, Paulina, let's just say I'm um, in a relationship and it's going back to the conversation we had at the beginning. I'm in a relationship and I'm not sure where it's going. Can I ask the person... Can I just come out and say... I want to actually backtrack. You will not, if you do, if you start with that clear vision, you will not be in a relationship where you know, you don't know where it's going. You will not in the first place get there. Okay, Carlos, do you agree with that? You think if you have a very clear vision and you're just starting to date somebody, you will know where it's going? Or it takes a little time? I think in the end, even if you know exactly where you're going... uh, it, it, you might you need time you need time to find out because even if the person says i want this and even if i say i want that it, it, it might not be the right combination yeah okay so so you have a conversation about it right you'll have a you'll have a series of conversations when you say you need the time to get to know each other that means you're having a series of conversations about your dreams what you want your aspirations and so based on all of that and, and the time you spend together will be a point then one of and men, in, in my case, I believe it's a man uh, who will say, look, uh, you know, I really enjoy spending time with you. And this is exactly what happened in my case. And I believe about 30 days, about a month of consistent, progressively increasing dating is enough to have a conversation. So and the man will say, well, I really uh, would like for us to consider dating each other exclusively. Would you like that? Would you be open? Would you would you be my girlfriend? And the man asks for it. Until that happens, you're not in a relationship. You're just dating, just like you're dating five other people or three hours. You think it's, Carlos, last word for you, because I got to get going and spread my love a little bit differently with my intimate words coming up. So, um, Carlos, do you think it's up to the man to have the exclusive conversation, or can a woman do it? Also, I think a woman should be able to reach out and say those things. I mean, and I was about to ask you, do men really still ask, do you want to be my girlfriend? That's yeah, they kind of do actually. At least mine did. Anyway, yes, I want to thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you both for joining me today as well as Carmelia Ray who had to leave us to go to an event. Thank you both, Polina Solda, and people can reach out to you through your website, right? And Carlos Zapian, thank you for joining us and thank you for being the man that you have always been and the, thank you. even the better one that you've become. All right. Thank, thank you. Carol, love you. Take care. Thank you so Bye. much. Now we continue here with the intimate words that I share with you every week. So take a deep breath, settle down, let me put on my glasses and um, share some words with you. Like the seasons, life has a cycle of evolution. A unique, distinctive landscape emerges before our eyes, different from the past and the future, each day bringing a new vision of potential and perspective. The elements that surround us, contributors to our emotional responses to circumstance, cold and dampness surge through our bones, a spine-tingling reaction calling us to rigid attention to meet the challenges ahead. Warm heat wraps us up in its warm blanket of safety, allowing us to embrace our accomplishments, basking in our own ray of sunshine. Like mercury rising in a thermometer, energy is pulsing in our veins. Therein lies the beauty of the seasons of love. I share these words with you every week, and you can also see them on my website in their full version. There are times for you to just sit back, think, 
resonate with my words. And hopefully it will just spark something in you to either change something, tackle something, don't be afraid and take that risk because every day can bring new and growth and love. And that's what it's all about. So this week, as always, I want to remind you to keep it simply social and stimulating because it's all about that kiss. And I'll be here right with you next week here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. And don't forget, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and send me your questions because you're the reason I'm here. Good night, everybody. See you next week on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Besner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great Pillow Talk. Oh,